0: Welcome to the fifth edition of the People's Pitch Podcast. I am John, and I'm here with my trusty co-host, Nathan. What's up? Morales. Hey. (laughs) Uh, We are the official podcast of Minneapolis City SC, and as usual, we are sponsored by Summit, the official beer sponsor of the People's Pitch. Give them some love, citizens. Whether it's your favorite uh, seasonal, your core staples you just keep in the fridge, or the delightful Unchained series, Summit Brewing Company have what you want. For more details that I surely missed, information on tours or upcoming events, and much, much more, visit summitbrewing.com. Mr. Morales, how you doing? Did you recover from the last week's epic episode? Yeah, man.
1: And uh, I might be getting the madness. Do you have the madness? Uh,
0: like March Madness? March like Madness. Fever. March Madness, baby.
1: Uh, Rackets have, came over last night.
0: I have more of a soccer fever than a March Madness.
1: Yeah, I don't really... Uh, I haven't been following at all. As you get older, you can only follow, like, three things at a time. So I've got, like... <laughs> I've got like FIFA 16, Barclays, Barclays Premier League, yep, and, and then Minneapolis City. Those are my things. And then like I play XCOM 2 and watch Charlie Rose to pass out at night. Uh, that's, my, that's my life.
0: Wow, that's, you're getting old, man. I know. Yeah, when you
1: get uh, old and you have kids, it's a different story.
0: Uh, well, um, I, I would say that I haven't followed as much. My uh, my alma mater, Milwaukee, didn't make it this year. A little sad about that. But uh, I have a coworker that I used to work with that always uh, picks Gonzaga. Every year, and he knows nothing about basketball, so I'll go with the Zags this year. See, see how they're. I mean, is. I guess
1: from what I've heard, it could be like any of 15 teams. So it,
0: yeah, it could. Well, I mean, it could be any of 64 or whatever. Yeah, though.
1: but realistically,
0: well, you never know, man.
1: Anyways, let's just light that money on fire.
0: Yeah, right. Anyways, let's uh, let's talk about what we have today. So today we have a treat. We have two uh, city trialists that are currently going through the last portion of the trials um, at city headquarters here with us, and we'll get into a little interview with those fellas. And we have a quick, quick recap of the open combine that was last night. And then uh, a little reader email. We, yes! We finally got someone to, to email us. Um, and then uh, we'll dive into a, a little merchandise. So, you know, why don't, we just, why don't we just start off with merchandise?
1: Hell yeah, merchandise, baby. So you've all seen on the website, hopefully, the preview of the hats, the preview of the kits, um, of course the scarves. So Minneapolis City, is, um, we've got the support scarf up there. For certain ownership the, scarf, ownership scarf yeah. sorry, In the process of working out uh, with the jersey manufacturer, some manufacturer called Impact Sports, right? Yes, to, Impact. To finalize these 2016 kits and that design you see on the website, is that pretty close to? It's it's
0: really close.
1: To so what's so, going on?
0: So yeah, so Impact started um, in rugby in in Europe and slowly started moving into to soccer. Um, so I believe we'll be their first soccer sponsor in the U.S., which is something interesting. Um, but yeah, they got they're they're into into squash. They make squash uniforms, whatever that.
1: It's like racquetball, but handball, but well, not. I know what it is, but like I don't uni-
0: what uniform you. Wear?
1: I just they don't. They like play it in a weird court in New York. That's <laughs> yeah. what I assume <laughs> yeah. squash is. Yeah, it's
0: like eccentric it's billionaires. Like, yeah, I was gonna it say it. like <laughs> kind
1: of like middle aged men are really into squash.
0: Right, right. Well, exactly. Well, anyways, yeah. So they're they're big in the squash market, taking it by storm. Um, and then we'll, I believe we'll be uh, their, their first uh, their first team. But they started in two thousand nine. Like I said, making rugby stuff, and uh, uh, they're very great people to work with. Super flexible on what the design is, and um, and you know we're we're doing a little bit of a marketing deal with them too. So uh, great partners.
1: And uh, pink is still on the table.
0: Yeah, pink <laughs> is still on the table. Despite Co- Coach Kicker's uh, pushback, pink is. Oh really? Pink, There's... Yeah. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. So the players spoke, and uh, they like pink. So.
1: So we're in. <laughs> all right, cool. So, like, what's coming up here? We got T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts maybe, long sleeve shirts. What? Are, what? We got Trent working in the bowels of Minneapolis City headquarters, right, to right. design these things. Right.
0: So, uh, for those of you who don't remember, Trent, he was the designer of our logo that you shit all over on on the Internet. Um, but now you actually kind of like it. So, um, but Trent's been hard at work designing, like what Nate said, um, hats, T-shirts, long-sleeves, sweatshirts. Um, check back to... Our website frequently to uh, to see when when those will be there. We'll let you know, but merchandise is coming as we as we get closer to the season.
1: Yeah, deck yourselves out. It's coming soon.
0: So next uh, next topic on the slate would be the open combine. Yesterday we had 38 players out uh, for about three three plus hours of soccer, um, and the coaching staff informed us that out of those those 38, about seven of them will be asked to to continue on to trial. Um, and then four, uh, four to six of them asked to to uh, maybe come back and join up with one of the segments teams. So, uh, you know, we had uh, – it reminded me a lot of the, the tryout that was on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the, Phil- the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles tryout where they all tried out. Oh, my cars. God. Yeah, and, like, one of the McPoyles made it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was, it was like that, an open tryout. Like, anyone can, anyone can show up, but to, to get between – um, you know 10 and 13 players that might be able to come into um, the mix whether it's with Stegmans or with Minneapolis City if, if it all goes well for them and the next step was is great.
1: So, so. Stegmans that's like st- the Stegmans International team is kind of the right the second team the feeder team for the, reserve, reserve yeah, the reserves for, for, for City. City. Yep all and
0: right. then uh, I mean some of these, some of these guys I, I could see them maybe even playing for Stegmans All Boys or um, athletic or one of the other segments teams
1: as long as they're, uh, as long as they're up for it.
0: Yeah. As long as they're up for it. Um, you know, so, so yeah, so it was good. So that was last night. Um, everyone who showed up got a t-shirt with uh, logos. logo. So you might start seeing those popping around. What? Yeah. Stop. Oh man. Sorry. They didn't have any uh, extra smalls for you.
1: <laughs> Dang. Yeah, but I'll, not... I'll, I'll get you one. You got to get me the halter top, the <laughs> <Yeah>. extra small. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, I will, uh, I'll get you one one of these days. Whenever. Um should have gone. So yeah, so it was great. So we, we had a, the group out. Um, thank you, all the trials who came out. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, I believe Coach Kicker will be getting in touch with you either way before you even listen to this. So if you do listen to it, I, don't, I have no idea if they do. Um, so uh, thank you again for coming out. Hey, do we have an email? We do. We have an email from listener... Let me see here in my notes. Listener Bennett. I believe Bennett was the, the gentleman who listens to our po- podcast after he showers in the morning.
1: Perfect. Weekends. We got, Bennett's the super fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: Bennett, Bennett the super fan. So uh, Bennett says, gentlemen, great show as always. You continue to edge out the likes of Matt Doyle and about 100 New York City FC podcasts for my first dibs on my Wednesday commutes. So, I don't know who
1: that is, but that's but, cool.
0: Yeah, suck it, New York City. Um, I... As I'm hearing you guys talk about the players the club has signed, it sounds like a lot of them are high school age. Looking at the signings uh, are our, so our, he's part of us. Our opponents have publicized, it seems like a lot more collegiate and former professional players on those rosters. Are we likely to see more experienced players signed in the process, or is the club going to stick with youth? My other question is about game day. I will not continue to anth- uh, uh, read that question because we are not going to get into game day stuff today, Bennett. So thank you for your first question. And that leads us into the the fellows we brought into the mix today. So we have uh, Mr. Matt Elder and Mr. Nate Engel. So welcome to uh, city headquarters, fellows.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. It's an honor.
0: So what's up, guys? So it took a, took a little while to get here. We're we're finally here. You guys, you guys excited to to dive into the world of podcasts? Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> Glad we
2: made it finally.
0: Uh, all right. Well, we'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Your playing background. Um, you know where you're from. If you're from Minnesota, maybe plug your high school. If not, just tell us tell us a little about where you're from. What position you play, et cetera.
2: Yeah. So Minnesota boy, my whole life, born and raised in New Hope. Uh, came through Armstrong High School over there in Plymouth.
0: What's uh, what's the mascot at Armstrong?
2: Falcons. Go Falcons. Yeah, go Falcons. Uh, Played my four years at University of Wisconsin-Superior as a goalkeeper, um, and then graduated from there and was actually in Vancouver with the Whitecaps for their preseason uh, with their USL squad. And then um, didn't work out, but fell into place with Minnesota Twin Stars the last two summers in the NPSL and now happy to be here and trying out and trying to get ready to go here
0: great great how about you uh, how about you nate
3: yeah so same situation born and raised in minnesota actually not too far from Matt, uh out of maple grove actually graduated maple grove high school go crimson go crimson nice little leaf <laughs> our mascot's the leafy yeah um, look out for not that too crimson. much of a mascot but uh actually yeah, from high school i went to nDSU for two years played club ball and then ended up uh transferring to wisconsin superior and uh Ended up playing with Matt for a while and ended up rooming together for a couple of years. and uh, Nice. You know, the, the bromance has been ever since. <laughs> and, yeah. But uh, but same scenario, too. I, um, since graduation, been playing with the Twin Stars the last two summers in, uh, in PSL. Um, just looking to find something a little bit more structured and, you know, continue playing at the highest level I can.
1: Great. We're going to talk about the Twin Stars in a second, but tell me about how you ended up working out with Vancouver and how... I mean that's kind of a big move to make from Minnesota to all, sure. the out, all the way out west.
2: Sure. So the coach of the Twin Stars the previous two years was Alex Bunbury, who uh, played for Canada's national team and
0: uh, that Teal's dad, right?
2: Yep. Yep. And so he had a he had a plug with a bunch of the Canadian coaches, um, and he sent a couple of guys from the Twin Stars to. Um, various MLS teams for trials. Um, Nate you were in Chicago.
3: Chicago and down in uh, Sporting KC too last fall.
2: Yep yeah so Alex just you know a couple guys had some pretty good seasons and he wanted to get us a look at the next level and uh, made some calls for us and got us to go get to some places so yeah that was a great
1: experience. Cool that's exciting. So um well maybe we'll
0: start with, uh, with Nate this time. So how did you get in contact with Minneapolis City or how did Minneapolis City get in contact with you?
3: Yeah, it was just kind of through word of mouth, basically. I, I heard it from uh, a buddy of mine, and just heard that uh, there's a new team developing, and I uh, heard some good coaches are going to be um, affiliated with this squad. And you know, I wanted, like I was, um, like I previously said, something a little bit more structured, and I uh, wanted to come out and see what see what it was all about. You know, meet some new guys, maybe see some more talent from Minnesota base, and you know, just kind of go from there. Sure. And yourself. I actually
2: heard it first time from my buddy, Josh Roy, who seems like he's got his pulse on what's going on in Minnesota (laughs) soccer. But uh, yeah, and then, you know, started talking with Nate about it. You know, summer's coming up. What do you want to, you know, what's your plan? Where where should we try and play? And, you know, both thought, you know, just the fan base you guys have been creating. I mean, it seems like it's, I mean, as good as it's going to get at this level in this region. Um, So yeah, it was definitely something I wanted to try and be a part of.
0: Nice. Yeah, it seems like we uh, a lot of the players that we have been we gained that, that have been coming in, whether it was in the invitational trials that you guys uh, participated in, or even the friendlies after, it was a lot of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It was um, you know Jeremy and Keith and the coaching staff and Alan reaching out, or even Adam uh, Adam Pribble, our goalkeeper coach, reaching out to players or um, or groups of players through whether it's um, you know the, the Mayak coaches and whatnot, um, or even just some of the men's league teams that are around here too. There and it just kind of Kind of swelled from there. So, um, have you guys played in the men's league at all in Minnesota, or have you specifically been, you know, chasing more of mm-hmm. the, the 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 higher tier, maybe um, you know, USL, MPSL route in, uh, in US soccer?
3: I mean, personally, I've played in uh, MASL every summer coming up until graduation from college. So I played with uh, Rise FC, actually, for I believe it was three summers. Okay. So we competed in D1, I think, all three years, I want to say.
0: How did you guys do against the internationals?
3: Um, we we won the league in 2013. I know that, oh. and then the 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 year after that, we kind of crumbled. You know, guys <laughs> stopped showing up, injuries, guys are getting too old, that kind of stuff. So. Right,
0: right, and that's kind of the reason why we, uh, with with Stegman's and kind of how wh- uh, how we formed the reserve squad out of um, what was the former just FC Internationals is that there won't there won't be that where there'll be the guys not showing up and you know you. You get done with work on like a Tuesday. You have to play with eight guys because people just aren't showing up because they lost interest at the end of the summer. So, um, the nice part about having the reserve squad um, feeding into to Minneapolis City through the men's league it, it, it affords us the ability to have uh, not only a, a strong team to scrimmage against internally, but also uh, a place for for guys to play that maybe aren't quite there yet.
1: Is that something you're gonna you see at a lot of that level is like? I got my day job, and my, as the summer gets gets over, maybe I don't want to go to the game as much and play. Yeah, like, That's something you guys run into, yeah, over? absolutely, yeah, yeah. men's league for sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, like Minnesota summers are nice, so people want to go to their cabins, and a lot of people just skip town, and soccer comes secondary.
1: That really sucks if you're actually trying to like yeah. keep performing at a certain level and yep. mm-hmm. build to something for these old guys to make a commitment like that, and then just just bomb on you.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> It happens at, at all levels, and that's one thing that, with with our our statements club, we've we've made sure that at any level we have plenty of players that we even players we can share back and forth. So it never happens because there's nothing worse than like 95 degree heat and you got to play short. Uh, maybe not because fact you're in goal, you're not you're used to that. But a lot of shots. A no. lot uh, um, Matt, have you played in the MASL at all?
2: Yeah, so I uh, I was with I played with Rise for one season. Um, the, the banner year,
0: or was it the?
2: The falling apart year. No, 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 no. It was in between actually. It was it was neither of them. But uh, and then I played with uh, Lewis Super Dragons. They just played D two, yep. I think. M A S L. Just had a plug in with that team and um, just get some extra games and stuff like that. So that's my experience in the M A S L.
1: So if I'm not familiar with the, you know, the different tiers of soccer locally, like what is the M A S L, and what kind of competition? What kind of teams were you guys playing against?
3: So, uh, I mean, MSL has four different divisions, D4 up to D1, D1 being the highest. I would see, just from my experience in it and, you know, what I see in here, uh, D1's usually a lot of local kids that are still in college, coming back for the summer, playing, still, you know, trying to stay healthy and get touches on the ball and just have some fun. It's not, I wouldn't say it's too, um, too serious at, at any point, but it, it's definitely it's definitely fun and it does, it does get competitive, especially with all the local guys going to either, you know, Concordia or um, Saint Thomas, uh, Hamlin, Hamlin Bethel, Bethel. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Mac. So it's yeah, yeah. and Max. So a lot of local kids are playing on different teams. So it's pretty competitive. It's it's pretty fun.
0: Would you say that maybe just the top half of it is where the serious people kind of shake yeah. out, and the bottom half just ends up?
3: It usually it usually drops off pretty significantly from D two to D three. Right. I would say it's a lot of. uh Older guys, I wanna say washed up, you know, still trying to chase dreams at thirty five. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: be careful. I fall right into that
4: bucket.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's um it it's like I, I played men's league in, in Wisconsin and it and the structure that they have there is a little different than here. Mm-hmm. It there is promotion relegation, but it's promotion relegation between um, first and second teams in each individual in, in the league. So division two, they don't have to, like three and four; they just have one and two. So you might be playing against your reserve squad because your your club is stacked. Uh, but we're here, you know. You st- everyone starts out in division four. So I don't know if you knew that. Um, yeah. Okay. So everyone starts out in division four, and you have to win and get promoted, promoted up. So we have our own our own piece of promotion relegation. Um, but anyways, let's get back to uh, back to city. So. Um, Matt, what are your perceptions of the trials so far? And is there anything that stands out for you or any, any, any bright spots?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I would say the the coaching staff and organization straight off the top. I mean, it's it's very structured. Um, you know, you get there and it's a lot of things people take for granted when they're not playing at, at this level is you get there and there's a bag of fully pumped balls ready to go and you already have have cones laid out and you're going from one drill to the next with no, no breather in between. And it's the little things like that that, you know, separate, um, you know, a team like this where you can see, like, the coaching staff has it under control, you know, to some others. Well, I bring the balls, so you're welcome. Appreciate <laughs> <for laughs> <that. Yeah>. it. <laughs> what about you, Nate?
3: Um, no, I mean, just kind of piggyba- piggybacking off of that. I mean, it is it is a lot more structured than what I've seen here in the past. And, um, I mean, thus far, I mean, I've seen pretty good talent level, too, just yeah. some guys that I haven't seen in a couple of years have come back out and, and shown some things that I haven't seen in a while. So it's, it's definitely exciting to see... Um, more local talent that I haven't seen uh, quite often, so I'm excited to see where it takes us and who makes the final cut and, and who makes the starting eleven. So. Right,
0: and, I, and I've said before on the on the podcast, and you know, Mr. Morales, you can you can vouch for this, but I was I was saying that out of what I've seen so far, like I'm comfortable with the, with the, the players we've brought in, even without the the talent that's coming back from college. Like I think we have we have we've been afforded something that I didn't think we we're going to have. Cause I, I'm not from here and I don't know many people in soccer now I do because I'm plugged in but I'd I feel comfortable with rolling out a, a starting 11 or to maybe 15 18 with the guys I have seen and we, we can compete um, in the PLA.
1: Nate you said uh, you said that you've seen some of the same guys at a lot of these different things that you like you said you've seen guys that you've known for a couple of years do you see do yeah, either of you see a lot of these guys that are kind of like yourselves like kind of uh grinding and trying to trying to keep it at the high level and that are you know been, have been sticking around Minneapolis for a couple of years
3: uh I mean it's a good question I mean I've seen honestly not a whole lot have that I've known come through college and, and still trying to you know pursue their their dreams a lot of them are get tied down jobs moving you know get married you know, I mean it's happened a lot to be surprised but um, there's actually only a handful that I know personally that are still trying to pursue their goals and, and still work full time on top of it. So um, I would say it's 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 pretty seldom from from what I've seen.
0: Okay. And the nice thing about the the PLA schedule is you you can have a have a day job. Yeah. And uh, you know like I, I believe the, the training structure. I, I can't speak for the coaching staff, but from what I've heard, the training structure of, of the team this summer will be. Um, Will be even late later evenings, um, not just because it's field, when field time's available, but the the availability of guys who are not coming back from school, or even in school, that have internships and whatnot, have uh, the ability to to be able to train, um, as well as being able to uh, be afforded to play in the MASL to get games in. You know, um, if we bring in so much talent, it's there's only eleven spots to start each game, so we need to have the ability for other guys to get touches, or guys who are coming back from injury. Be able to get touches in the men's league, um, so I think we'll we'll have a we'll have a structure for multiple types of people, whether it be college college students, recent grads, you know, the top level men's players, um, guys like yourselves who who are, are continuing that level um, after uh, after school. So kind of kind of piggybacking off of that, um, you know, if if you could kind of touch on Matt, you know, you talked about the MPSL and being with the Twin Stars um, last year, um, and now you're looking at, at the PLA. <coughs> Um you know what's different from the two organizations and, and why if any does it it make sense for you to kind of pursue what, what we have going on?
2: well, it's it's tough to say a whole lot about except for um, you know just on the structure, not mm-hmm. having played a game or seen what other teams are. But with uh, Minnesota United Reserves making the jump from NPSL to PLA, mm-hmm. um, Madison fifty sixers, yep. So those are two teams we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. we've seen them four times in the last last two seasons. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be, be great. I think it's going to be a higher level. Um, it's not going to be any less of a level than the NPSL. Right. Um, I think Croatian Eagles and the Bavarians are going to be, you know, top caliber teams with some, some good players yeah. on it. Um, and, I mean, yeah, like you said, just the, the guys that we've brought into this trial already mm-hmm. and then the guys that are still coming back. I mean, you look at um, some of the guys you have signed, and they have, you know, some real accolades at – Top levels um, right. in college, so so it's exciting. I think the the talent's going to be um, just as good, if not better, um, and excited to see you know how it shakes out once we get out there on the field and really start playing and competing against some of these newer teams.
3: Right,
0: how are you, Matt? Oh, I'm sorry, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Mats and Nates in this room. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only guy who has a different name.
3: No, I, I kind of same thing as Matt saying. Just reiterating, it's uh, I think the structure so far has been very good. Um, like I said before just uh the whole idea of people showing up in the last two seasons is was a big turn off for me is kind of steering me away from that that club mm-hmm. um but I think uh I mean competitiveness is going to be it's going to be very similar like like Matt said Madison 56ers are still going to be here in, in United Reserves I mean I think you know just with the talent that we've seen so far in, in the trials I know we can like you said to put together a team that that can go out and compete right now without a problem right and uh no Again, I, I'm excited to see how this pans out. I, I think we're going to have Salt Squad.
0: Right. Tell me a little bit about the, the travel that you guys kind of went through with the, with the Twin Stars.
3: Yeah, I mean, so we, we went down, um, man, all over the place. All over Wisconsin. And we went down to Quad City beautiful quad city. Um, yeah, beautiful beautiful quad city, <laughs> great scenery on the way. Yeah. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. I'd say Detroit was probably the the best trip. Unfortunately for Matt, it wasn't the best <laughs> trip for him. Yeah, Matt,
0: what happened in uh in
3: Detroit? <laughs> I broke my leg in Detroit. <laughs> but uh but no, I mean travel um and was on the weekends, obviously all the guys that are committed are are going, and I mean it, it's definitely fun to uh, have that that college atmosphere where you're traveling on the bus with the guys on the weekend. I mean Mm-hmm. Um just that the atmosphere and going to play on the weekends for, for something you love is awesome.
0: Right. I mean, and I think um you know with with the 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 distance that we have with the, the teams in our division and the furthest away will be um I believe it'll be Milwaukee will be the furthest. I mean if you think about uh I don't know how far away Cedar Rapids is. It just got added into the into the uh the mix.
1: That's not bad, it's about as far as Des Moines. But as far just kind as Moines, a little it's like four you know, hours maybe? Country highways and stuff will get you there, yeah.
0: Um so I mean yeah, like, w- w- that the travel won't be there, but the, the nice part about what the PLA offers, um, and I'd be interested in getting your guys' take on this, is, um, sorry, we're interrupted by our Eastern European janitor. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as the fact I that- I think like, he's a Croatians like, fan. Yeah, he, <laughs> that, our, our janitor is definitely a Croatians fan. Uh, um, that one's hard to recover from. <laughs> Uh, just bursting on in. The studio door was closed. The light, the record light was on. Everything. Um, but no. The to get back to the travel. Uh, you know the nice thing with the PLA and, and what from a from an organizational standpoint on what uh, what kind of drew us to it was the rivalries that you'll you'll create. Um, not only with uh, border rivalries, but also maybe players that you've already played against at one point.
2: Yeah, I think that's going to be be fun. I mean, kind of. Like, having the Minnesota United Reserves in, that's going to be kind of a um, derby, if you will. And then, yeah, I mean, seeing everybody twice, that automatically makes for a rivalry. I mean, because one team leaves upset after a game, for sure. Right. You know, every time. So you see them a second time in the season, and that's going to be, I mean, a rivalry in itself. So, yeah, just yeah. to travel. I mean, it's not as far.
0: Right. And if, if you know, God forbid we don't uh, we don't come away on the on the winning end in Milwaukee, I can at least show you guys where to go after. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm, I'm always down for a good time. You
0: know, a game, so. <laughs> um, well, I think that's all I have, uh, Mr. Morales. You got anything you want to uh, talk about? Hey,
1: summit beer, everybody. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. I just wanted to I kind of touch on something that I feel like has been a has been a little bit of a theme, and it goes back to uh to to, to the email that we got. Uh, and really, it's it feels like. We are, by not signing older professional players, it feels like we're kind of avoiding this, this pitfall of guys that are too old to play at a, at a high level or don't have that kind of commitment. And I just kind of want to make sure that you guys, I mean, do you guys feel as on board as I do with this, with this idea that it's not really something that, you know, a fan should worry about? That it's a bunch of college kids and, and guys that are pretty much, you know, two, three years out of college?
2: Yeah, I feel like there's there's nothing for them to worry about. I mean, they just have to come in, see us train, and they'll know. I mean, we're here, we're working 9 to 5, and then we're coming here to train 9 to 11 at night. Um, I mean, everyone that's there is working, working real hard. So, I mean, that's whether you're 25 or 21 or 18 and going off for your freshman year. I mean, I think the commitment level is all the same.
3: Yeah, I mean, especially the guys... Like Matt said, that are that have day jobs and they're committed to coming out. I mean, any night of the week that we can get, we can get field space. You know, I'll I'll be there playing just to get better each night and um and just you know building relationships with the new guys that I don't know and you know getting that that team camaraderie, hopefully for the summer. Got to get those touches. Yeah, get the touches.
0: Well, I think uh, I think now would be a good time to uh, dive into the famous speed round. Are we doing it ready? Are we ready? Oh shit! <laughs> it's about to get real. All right, we're gonna start with Matt all right, all right is there, do you need a stretch or anything or you think you're good i'm good i'm loose all right i'm gonna ask <laughs> you 10 random questions first thing that pops into your head just have at it okay all right who runs a better cool down after practice coach keith or coach jeremy jeremy uh what's your favorite soccer moment
2: uh why championship junior year of college do you, have
0: any, do you care to elaborate on that a little bit? Or?
2: Beat Oshkosh undefeated. They were number four in the country, away on the road at their place. 1-2-1. One, one. Um, Brian Grant scored with nine minutes left to put us ahead in that sweet, sweet moment.
0: And the only thing good about Oshkosh is ten dollars all you can drink always at Molly's downtown.
1: <laughs> the whole know. city it smells. The whole
0: city smells. <laughs> it really does. And they play like on that, or that weird, like that weird, uh, like there's a helicopter pad right by their field. I don't know if you guys saw that at all. It's like, like for the, for the, the I, overalls magnates that want to come back to town. <laughs> yeah, it is like. <laughs> um, who's gonna win March Madness? Basketball. Kansas. Kansas. All right. Favorite pair of goalkeeping gloves and why?
2: Nike Confidence. Um, I mean, it says it all in the name. If you're a goal, you gotta have confidence. So <laughs> rock them.
0: That uh, that leads into the next one. What do you do in the goal when you're bored?
2: <laughs> don't get bored. You always gotta be focused.
0: <laughs> all right. Be honest. When's the last time you ate McDonald's?
2: Ooh. It's actually been a while, probably six months. All right. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> there's others in the room that are
2: shaking uh,
0: uh Pro player, maybe most notably a forward you'd most like to destroy when you come out for a
2: cross? Ibrahimovic.
0: <laughs> he might destroy you back. Yeah, for sure, but I'd try. Uh, if you could travel to see one team play live, who would it be? Tottenham. Tottenham. All right. How bad does your goalkeeper stuff smell on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being a dozen, and 10 it smells like a college frat house... The night after a party,
2: probably like a seven point
0: five. <laughs> True or false? Nate Angle is your best friend.
2: True. All right. Aww. All right.
0: <laughs> that is the speed round. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Nate.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Make sure you don't want to stretch or anything. I don't need to
3: stretch. I'm I'm ready to
0: go. I won't have duplicate questions. Maybe maybe one. Um, how tall are you, and can you dunk a basketball?
3: Six three, and yes, I can.
0: Uh, what's the one thing about the game of soccer that you would change?
3: Oof, that's a good question. They're uh, all good questions. Oh, man. Number of players on the field.
0: More? Less? Less. Like 3v3 or <laughs> what are you talking about? 10v10. 10v10? So you would get, you'd eliminate the goalkeeper.
3: Yeah, I don't want Matt in the <laughs> <laughs> um, Is
0: Matt Elder your best friend?
3: He is one of my best friends.
0: Oh, I had like a why not after there because I was thinking maybe like, oh, no, I have this one guy I hang out with for You banking were banking on a day. fight. But I was banking on a fight. <laughs> uh, but no, that's good to know Um, Have you ever owned soccer shoes that were pink, purple, or bright orange?
3: Uh, Bright orange, yes. Do you think forwards are afraid of you? I would hope so. Why? Because I'm a beast. (laughs) I like that.
0: Have you ever worn a smaller size shirt in public just to show off?
3: (laughs) I'll be honest, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Have you ever been sent off?
3: Uh, Yeah. Why? Two yellows.
0: Two yellows. Descent, or.
3: Descent, nasty play. play. Yeah, you know, throwing around elbows.
0: <laughs> if you weren't a soccer player, what would you be? Pro hockey player. Pro hockey player. Alright, and the last one. If you bit Luis Suarez, what would he taste like? <laughs>
3: McDonald's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Alright, guys, well, uh, thank you very much for partici- per- uh, excuse me, participating in the speed round.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Uh, look forward to, you know, hopefully seeing more in the future.
0: Yeah, thank you for having us, man.
3: Absolutely appreciate, appreciate your time. Yeah, no
0: problem. Thank you very much. Even though it was a long way to get here. Yeah. It was <laughs> a long walk from uh, from UW-Superior. <laughs> cold. Cold. It was cold.
1: Well, let's, uh, that's the player talk for this week. Next week, we've got more players uh, to, to interview. Will Kidd is in the building, uh, the former Como Park High School Dynamo. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him. Uh, I work with his mom, so I'm going to do the best to avoid the yo mama jokes and things like that. We've got more reader email. We want to talk about PLA teams next week um, and what that, what the U.S. Open Cup is going to be all about now that, now that the PLA teams can compete in that. Uh, and then I just want to remind everybody, thank you to Summit. We've been popping a couple of them here. They are the official craft beer sponsor of this podcast, The People's Pitch. Uh, they're celebrating their 30th anniversary so for more information about all that good stuff, go to summitbrewing.com. And uh, I also want to point you to Minneapolis City's website. Get on there. Buy a membership. Get some season tickets. Uh, mplscitysc.com. You know it. And if you need to email us, it's podcast at gmail.com. And if the you,
0: first time we've ever gotten it right. If
1: you want to tweet at us, it's mplscitysc.com. And if you want to tweet at me, it's at Mexinate. If you want to tweet at John, it's at Johnny Business with two N's and two Z's and two S's at the end. Yeah. Uh, that is it. That's it for our show this week. I'm going to leave you, as always, with our house band. It is Kicks on a Wire from Go Get Him, Tiger. Peace out.
0: See ya.